Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. Uh, here we are again, second day, ATS, back at it, Aero Bandwidth here in the U.S., um, another session, we have a, a great guest speaker this time with us, Bruce from Blue Light. Pleased to be here, sir. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to, to come out. And, and with us, of course, is David Fern, David Potter. Right. Thank you, gentlemen, as Welcome. always. Welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Bruce, why don't we start with, uh, just give us a little bit of a background on Blue Light, what you guys do, what the company's about. You're the, you're the CEO there, correct? Yes, sir. Excellent. Uh, so, I'm the CEO. I've been on a blessed journey. I'm a retired Green Beret Sergeant Major. Wow. Retired a long time ago. and. We found uh, in, in our evolution as a, a defense contractor this piece of software called I2 Analyst Notebook. And since 2004, we have been doing nothing but good with this tool. I mean, you could put a cape on this company right now. We're saving kids, we're taking care of law enforcement, our communities, safer, com safer companies, uh, doing amazing things with it. So when IBM bought the tool in 2012, I created a company specifically to, 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 to focus on this tool and integrating this throughout the U.S. economy and around the world as a, as a solution for security, fraud, law enforcement, U.S. military, governments around the world. So wow. that's Amazing. what we do. We take this tool. We have uh, intellectual property that wraps around. It's called Blue Fusion. And, and we can go into what we do as a, as a solution in a little bit. But basically our job is to take our customers' data and enable that data and enrich it by taking all their data sources that have never been looked at at the same time. Doesn't matter if it's open source, dark web data, it could be on any server, it could be any location, cloud-based, it could be on-prem, off-prem. We bring that all into one repository and we hammer it with algorithms to identify trends and anomalies and patterns that have never been seen before. Wow, amazing. And briefly, there was chatting before, and you guys are really affecting much more than just cybersecurity, which I think has been a focus of some of the ATS panel, but you're actually really in the actual physical world doing physical response and physical threat detection, correct? We, we enable physical detection, so we're on the analytics side. Mm -hmm. So our technology and our whole company is about empowering customers' use of their data. But what that, that empowerment does, it allows them to, apply, to mitigate, to identify risks and mitigate them. So that's where the physical part comes in because then they can more quickly alert the authorities or law enforcement or the military to, to threats that are out there. Gotcha. And this tool's been you know, used in uh, the Boston bombing. It's been used in a lot of major, major events and on some very, very unfortunate events. Uh, to get uh, to get customers more predictive, and that's where the physical the, the more the, the more quickly you can enable physical security measures, um, the the more secure you are. So we allow our customers to get predictive and enable those phys physical security measures gotcha. a little bit more fast. So you're yeah. doing the predictive stuff inside of I2, or are you doing it as a, a sort of as that or is that your IP, or how how are you doing the predictive stuff? And so. Sort of D depending on how you talk, like data scientists, they look at predictive modeling like climate change, right? It's yeah. got to be this vast, enormously complex, uh, you know, trove of data that, that, that works on huge mainframes. Well, for us, we've been doing predictive analytics till, since 2004. Predictive analytics is nothing more than knowing your data. Knowing your data, knowing your problems, well, knowing your data, uh, knowing your mission, and then leveraging that data to identify risk. The yep. more you know your data, the more predictive you can be. So the prediction, the predictive part, takes place with 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 the use of the IP, not within the IP. Mm. It's the continuous. Uh, knowledge and understanding of your data that allows you to identify risks, which over time allow you to become more and more predictive. Fantastic. Wow, that's amazing. So, 
I mean, he is a data scientist, uh, Mr. Fern, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's going to dive so into I'm this. So. I, I, I watch him, so go, David. He's yeah. the million-dollar guy. Yeah. I'm the $100,000 guy in um, predictive analytics. So as far as sort of, obviously, everything you do relies upon data, but I mean, I think, I'm, and, and actually, this is going to come into uh, the security world as well, um, but as far as like the data you use, how do you actually go about getting the data? Because obviously, I'm assuming the data you use is incredibly sensitive, incredibly um, needs a lot of protection and security put around it. How do you go about actually sourcing data? Because I think one of, the, one of the topics of my talk was all about data, because without the data, it's really, really hard for anyone to start in any sort of analytics, or data is the key to everything. Yes, sir. Um, but how do you go about getting the data? What sort of data are you using? Where are you getting it from? Is it you know, you're using data that's open, like Twitter or something like that, to, to sort of look for trends? Or, or is it all sort of military-grade, police-grade data? So depending on the customer. So one of the problems with analytics throughout the world is that right now, 80% of an analyst's time is focused on collection. And yeah. if you don't automate that, they're not actually doing their job. So our first, um, our, our first stop is to go ahead and automate that collection uh, through, uh, aggregate, the, aggregate the data through collection. The way we do that is depending on the customers through connectors. So depending on the data source um, and the customer itself, we'll build the connector that allow that, that uh, customer to, to talk to their data. So for police, oh, wow. so police, police obviously have very sensitive. They have p personally identifiable information, right. uh, you know, EPHI, and there's a mm. lot of compliance that works around that. So depending on those compliant environments, number one, we allow them to connect to their data within the environment. So all their internal databases, their CAD, their computer aided dispatch, or yep. records management systems, we tie into all that internal data. Then. We'll, we'll, we'll reach outside into the, uh, the ethernet, and we'll get, we'll get open source data, we'll get public records, we can search social media data within the parameters outlined by Facebook, Twitter, there's legal ways to do right. that, to enable them to mix that data and bring it in. So depending on the customer situation, like the US military, in certain situations, this tool's only used behind the firewall, right? And, there, and then we've developed applications that work on both sides of the firewall now. So you're, you're, you've identified a key problem with data analytics mm -hmm. is, is finding that data, but yeah. respecting compliance and privacy and all that other stuff. Yeah, I, I'm really impressed that you've actually gone to the length of creating custom integrations because I think one of the biggest problems I see in analytics is you get someone highly motivated to go and get the data, but then the data's out of date. And if you don't be, build repeatable integrations that are continually sort of keeping up to date with the latest data, and you know, I know I2 quite well, we've got a, quite a lot of partners globally who do things with I2, yes, mainly in the same sort of thing you're, you're talking about. Um, none, I don't think, quite to the scale and the success you, you're having, so well done for that. But I mean, once again, they're sort of lifting the data in manually, and it's, it's not as effective. So that's a really neat way of doing it. Yeah, so the, the connectors that we build, we can actually build them to, to mine the data on a daily or an hourly basis. Yeah, and that's exactly what So it's what pulling you, it in. Yeah. We have analysts right now that'll come to work and they'll have alerts on their screen because we've been hitting the data all night long and on one of their targets, uh, there something has come up, whether it's on social media or whatever. And that alert will pop up and that allows them to go right to that point because a lot of our analysts handle multiple cases, yeah. right? They, they can't focus on just one case full time. So it allows them to identify that case, see where that data is leading them, and then go back out into um, and, and, and continue the, to refine that case and hopefully come to resolution a lot faster. That is awesome. Yeah, really it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot, we're having an enormous amount of fun right now. Uh, you know, working with Arrow. Arrow is this has been an amazing conference for us. They've really, really reached out. They understand that you know, as a kind of a 
you know, a, a software development company. There's not a lot of excitement in software, right? But uh, when your software is, well, <laughs> you're a data scientist, so you're right. I mean, you, see, you have fun a lot. Yeah, I don't see I love that. Software, yeah. But to be involved in school security, right? Yeah. To be involved in fraud analytics. That's important. To, yeah. to, to be, to helping our law enforcement on a daily basis. We're, we're starting to bring that excitement to software, to Arrow, and Arrow's excited about it. So we're, we're just honored to be able to sit down and talk about our IP and Blue Fusion and what it does for, and, and, and and, and of course, sell software, because that's why we're all here. Fantastic. Yeah. So I know you're on stage tomorrow. Yes, sir. With Mr. Ben Clay, right? Yes, sir. Um, and you mentioned schools a couple times. So, so I have two young kids still. One's a sophomore in high school, one's in eighth grade. Um, and it's, you know, it's thrown, scrolling through the socials, everybody's going back to school. I came across this article, and it's uh, and it was a bit of a, of, a, of a shocker for me, right? And they were talking about selling a bulletproof backpack to these what? kids. Yeah, yes, sir. Right? And it's, and it's just crazy. So wow. maybe can you elaborate a little bit on, on how you guys are helping in those school systems and really focusing on, I think, the safety of our children? So, you know, we, the, how we got into school safety is, you know, like you, I'm a father, right? Yeah. Uh, we were approached uh, by a very, very large public school system to say, look, uh, we've raised an enormous amount of money. This is a very, very wealthy, wealthy district in our and our, pro our project is just getting started after a year because there is a lot of political dilemma around what we do. But um, so the, one of the driving factors with school security is five years ago, if you would have asked any parent, hey, are you comfortable with an armed guard in your parking lot? Every parent throughout the country said, no way. Yeah. And you're looking at where these threats have changed the focus of parents and school boards around the country. So. You know, the, the ability to protect our children is a very emotional issue, and it's now allowing uh, things like predictive analytics that mine data to be, to, be to be a comfortable factor vice armed guards. If you look at 100% of the solutions on the market, they're all like that backpack. 100% of the school security solutions on the market today are reflective and responsive. They're all about mm. that active shooter. Yeah. Well, our, our proposal is, look, we can focus on that 1% that day when that, that, that kid gets out of the car with a gun. Said, but what about the other 99% of incidents that happen in our schools every day? Cyberbullying, bullying, self-harm threats, molestation, sex, drugs, alcohol, that are indicators of children and teachers and parents with problems. And what if we could identify these people as high-risk population groups and get them into the care system way before they become that statistic? Yeah. So with our focus on predictive analytics, that's where this, the, that was the genesis of the whole thing. Now is our, Let's look at schools. What kind of data do they have? Schools have enormous amounts of data that has never been touched from a predictive perspective. Never been mind. And within the within FERPA, the Federal Federal Education's Right and Privacy Act, and the Healthcare Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, you can do that in a compliant manner. So we have built a system on our IP. It's called the, so we have something called the Safe Campus. And you can look it up, thesafecampus.com. And what we've done is taken our predictive solution and built a compliant solution for the schools so they can leverage that data and look at social media. I mean, these kids are smart. My kid yeah. goes to, my son goes to a, a Christian private school. And there, I mean, the, the, all the kids have four Twitter accounts, right? They all can't right. even track their own killed, right? <laughs> yeah. But we have the same problems as any public school out there, man. We've, we've got issues. So, um, so the, the the issue is yes, there there's been a, a, a steady evolution in the, the, the parents are just done whatever mm. it takes to protect my child. Like a, if it takes a a, a backpack that's yeah. bulletproof, yeah. I'm buying it. Right. You know, I'll buy body armor. It's those are my children, and we think that right now we're able to work with Arrow to have the first predictive solution on the market that is non-invasive. 
that is designed to identify problematic individuals and, and, and we're lowering the litigative risk to the schools, mm. okay? We're lowering their profile and we're helping them be a lot more proactive. So yeah, we're, we're, we're really, really excited about the school, the education space and universities as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something else. I'm really, I mean, I, I've seen I too, I, I get what it can do, but to hear the stories and actually the way that you've turned it from, because it's, it's quite a generalist product, but the way you're sort of wrapping around the data, the expertise, the understanding into these sort of products and then deploying them in such valuable ways, that's really, really commendable. It, it's, it's, an, it's an amazing product and it's been around for almost 30 years. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, what I2 does, no, for the price point, nobody can do it better. No. And that's why it's really had no, um, you know, no, what it needed was some creativity and, 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 and some application to 21st century problems. And I think that's where we're taking the product. Fantastic. Yeah, it is awesome. amazing. Yeah. Well, look, Bruce, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you. I, mean, I must admit, I, I feel very humbled. You're a real, real good guy. So thank you very much for coming on. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the time and your, your gentleman's allowing me to participate and I look forward to seeing you from the stage tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, it the, should be a great a closer. If you haven't looked up Bruce Parkman, you should do so. Yes. Um, incredible Patriot. Thank you very much for that, sir. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. And, and we do echo, right? Your, your company certainly deserves a cape. And if you don't get one, I'll build one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Yeah, and, we're, awesome. we're, and we're a little before um, I think our, our regular kind of cadence of, of you guys coming off, right, the main stage editorial. But I'm sure we'll add the video tomorrow, right, from yes, your session. Yeah. It will be uh, below. Yeah, below. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're excited. Yeah, yeah awesome, awesome. Bruce, thank awesome. you so right. much. Thank you so Thanks, much. Really appreciate, appreciate the time. Appreciate time. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, thank you. Thank you very thank much. You, Cheers. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag AeroBandwidth. And we'll see you next week.